And we are back with another Black Widow Cream podcast. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. I'm your host, Ben Hegarty, a.k.a. Ben Real Verse World. This mug is so fucking dope. I'm looking at it right now. And if you're not on YouTube watching this and you're listening to this, it's a beautiful white ceramic mug that says Black Widow Cream on it, which you can purchase right now at shopbwc.com. I just wanted to straight plug right out the gate. Today's guest, Levi Turner, Joey Badass's... I mean, he, this man covers a lot of ground, but creative director, photographer, videographer. He's editing all the content. He makes really, really fire videos for Joey and the whole squad. He's currently on the Beast Coast tour covering that. Um, and yeah, it was dope. We just had CJ Fly last week on the episode, one of the pro air artists. Um, and Levi came into town just right after him and said he was down to come in here. So he squeezed some time in for us and we got this interview in. I was really pumped about it. it hearing his come up, how he got into this shit, how he moved around and got so wildly lucky to work for different artists and through mentors and all this shit. The story is really, really cool. Um, but more so we're excited to also release with this episode. Um, it's available right now. If you, if you haven't seen it yet on our YouTube channel, we call them in the fields. It's basically, we go in the field with Levi and he shows us kind of a behind the scenes look at what it's like to be a touring photographer right now with Joey. So we went to the LA show, got to experience the shit. I just watched, uh, Adam, one of our interns went and shot with Levi all day long and made a really cool video. So I'm excited for you guys to check that out um but yeah i I don't know this was dope because i remember when joey first dropped one of his tour episodes like kind of after our we we went on tour joey badass me and schoolboy q joey was support and when we were on the tour uh ashani shot all this shit and then he was on my podcast really early on like episode two some shit like that right episode two i think something like that and then uh after that uh Levi came out and started working with Joey and he put out a video. It was like a tour vlog or some shit. And I remember watching and be like, hell yeah. Cause tour vlogs are hard to like, you know, I'm, I'm particular and I know it's like, there's a bunch of junky shit out there. And when I saw that episode, it was really fucking fire on the way he made Joey's element just come to life. It was really sick. And I text Joey like immediately. I was like, yo bro, whoever this fucking kid is, keep this kid around. Cause this dude is fucking so ill. And since then, you know, I've stayed in touch with Levi. I got, I started paying attention to what he's doing. The dude's just been crushing it. So I'm excited to get him on the podcast. Finally. Um, yeah. Young creators just hustling hard as fuck. So this episode's dope. Um, yeah. So that's it, I guess on that. And if, uh, you're new to black window cream, this is a content creator community. If you want to join it, we have uh, signups, bwnc.com slash join. If you are a creator and you want to get involved and share your shit and ask for feedback, tips and tricks and all that stuff, we got over five, almost 6,000 members in a private community. You can join. And uh, if you also are a creator and are having trouble charging your clients or trying to decide what your rate should be or you know, pretty much every question I've ever been asked is, how, how much should I charge for this? How much should I charge for that? We created a guide. It's called the how to charge a client guide. Uh, and I guarantee you, if you read this shit one, two, 10 times, however many times it takes for you to kind of learn the theories that we share in this guide, it's 54 pages long. Uh, you will level up extremely quick in the ways that you charge your clients. I've learned all this shit the hard way over the last 10 years. And we compiled it into a 50, 54 page fucking Bible, homie. So, if you want that, shop bwc.com. You can pick up the guide there. Uh, I guarantee you, you're going to enjoy it and you're going to find some tools in there that you can utilize every single day and uh, level up and get more bags. Um, so definitely check that out. And it's also available on our Patreon. Our, our Patreon is like a private support community. And if you, you pay, it's the same price on the, on the store as it is in our Patreon, but you get to get access to like private uh, Discord channel and you can communicate with us there. And 
There's a million other perks. Just check out the options. I don't want to sit here and spiel about it too long, but I know that guy is a motherfucking beast. So going along with Beast, go find Levi on the Beast Coast Tour. Say what's up. Tell him you heard this episode. All right, cool. Let's get to it. Uh, right motherfucking now. Attention. If you stop this podcast recording at any time, you will die. I don't want to die. Do you want to live? Yeah. You have 24 hours to share this podcast with five people or you will die. I'm kidding. You won't die. You're just weak shit for not sharing. And the winner of the best motherfucking podcast goes to... Goes to... Black with no cream. What do you think? It's so fucking dumb and so fucking Ben Haggerty. I knew you would say that. And we're back with another Black with No Cream podcast. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, a.k.a. Ben Real Verse World. Uh, special guest tonight, 30 minutes prior notice, yeah. Levi Turner. What's up, man? A.k.a. was it? Films by Levi? Films by Levi. That's a good name. Thanks, man. How you doing? Welcome to LA. You just I'm got great. here, huh? Yeah, just got here today. Woo! Yeah. You're on tour or... Yeah, you're on tour. It started a couple days ago, but... Yep. Um, yep. We've been talking about this happening for a minute. We haven't met yet. We just we, met for the first time, by the way. Just happened. And it's really cool to meet people in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's Cause, like... Because, like, I'm such a big fan of, like, everything you do, and it's like, man. okay, cool. Like, I... I uh, I remember watching, what was the first tour? So you shoot for Joey Badass. Mm-hmm. You've been with him for- A little uh, over a year. A little over a year. Yeah. Um, and have been doing nonstop, like everything with him. Nonstop. Since he started. Every day. Which every is Every waking moment of every day. Because we had Ashani on here. He was like one of my first guests who dope. I met with when Joey opened for Q on mm-hmm. Q's tour. And that shit was dope. And I love when you came on and Ashani was doing his own thing. You started working with Joey and I was watching the first vlog, like the um, tour doc that you did. And I was like, oh shit. And then I hit Joey and I hit him and I was, was like, yo, this whoever this kid is, I'm like, don't fucking like let him go. I'm like, this shit is next level. This is what you need. This is what you want. Like, this is the best. Like, whoever this dude is, fuck with him. And then he he uh, hit me back. He's like, who's this? I was like, motherfucker, what you changed me, Billy? He's like, man, I didn't know. I didn't even know. I'm bad. My bad. Oh, shit. What is that audio that's happening? Maybe I'm too hot. Um, but I remember texting him that shit like, yo, this is crazy. I was like glued because like yeah. I watch a lot of that shit and I make a lot of those. So mm-hmm. I'm like very particular in the way like I create tour content. You know what Super. I mean? Yeah. And you just had it down. I was like, oh shit. And then since then you're, yeah, I'm a huge fan of YouTube. Like I've been watching this shit grow and I'm like, yeah, you got quality all around. I like just, I'm scrubbing through your IG right now, but, and you've grown too. Like, I feel like you kind of started out as like that BTS creator and you literally just directed, was that your first music video? No, I, um, I did music videos before. Yeah. Um, but when I started touring a lot, I didn't have time to do music videos and the music videos I did before were like running gun, like, with the Canon 5D. And right. I always aspire to do what I'm doing now. And then after touring and whatnot, you get opportunities and you either step up to the plate or you don't. And right. so like, this was my real like directing debut with like crew, budget, treatment, like. Took over New that. York, yeah. like fucking out in the streets. That, yeah. that video was fire. Thanks man. You guys are approaching a million views on that. Yeah, it was mad fun to make. So it was a Beast Coast music video. Mm-hmm. The song was called what? The, the first music video we did was Left Hand, and the oh, second shit. one we did was Distance. Distance is the one I was talking about. Yep, the black and white one. Oh, damn. What was yeah. it? I didn't even see the other one. The Left Hand one is crazy. That, that one has a crazy story. It's all good. I'm going to check it out. I'll, I'll tell you about it. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So, so getting 
it's kind of cool that you had like the practice before like mm-hmm. the run and gun style shit like were you able to find common things that you you took from you know stepping up to plate yes saying yes you might not have had all the answers at the time when they asked you to do it but you're just like fuck it, i'm gonna do this music video yep yep were you able to carry over some of the, the the lessons you learned when you were doing the run and gun stuff definitely i carried a lot of lessons and i also carried many lessons from working with other directors in terms of like shooting bts for them right um and that was the that was the biggest factor that allowed me to learn is prior to doing music videos like that i was on other sets Mm. able to learn and see like how each person moves and understanding roles and all these things and thankfully like the crew that i had like the dp that i work with franklin he was such a huge help because i never worked with like an official crew and i learned like there's certain terms and ways to approach like a steadicam operator and like normally a director wouldn't talk to a steadicam op the dp would for you you know and like he taught me all those little things and any moment of like me stressing out he'd be like bro like it's gonna be fine like don't worry right and you know what in the end like it was fine it was great so that's like a that's like a big i mean to have a team that's willing to work in unison is like super key because a lot of people you could get a dp that doesn't want to talk to you about teaching you how to direct or you yeah, know what i mean yeah. but like having a crew that's open arm like you it helps on both sides like yeah and you bring a new vision to them the best thing is having a crew at least like your go-to guys like a DP or producer or AD or whatever, like having guys that you can actually become really close with because you guys will grind harder together versus like hitting up a random industry DP and him being like, send me this, send me that versus like, I could hit up my DP like, bro, we got to shoot this music video this weekend or next week. We got to get it. Let's tap it now. Sometimes I don't even know what he has going on, but he'll be like, let's go. Mm -hmm. And that's a beautiful thing. That's fire. Yeah. So getting into it, like, uh, I want to, you know, we can talk about how you started working with Joey and the whole future of your life. It sure. just changed real quickly, but shooting those videos early on before that, like when did you start creating content? I started making videos when I was 12. Mad young? Yeah, I was super young. Like I hit middle school, sixth grade, and it was finally the time when I could take like cool classes, right? like creative classes. And so I took this class called DVP Okay. and it was digital video production. We just had like the little... Uh, mini DV cameras like with the tapes still like digital cameras weren't very popular yet right and um, yeah I just got hooked from there I was making like little funny videos in class and then I went home and my mom had like a little point and shoot with the video function and my brothers were skateboarders so I just started filming them doing kickflips and stuff and then from there I got really into like editing videos to music and effects and I was making skate videos full time like just in all, anytime I had as a kid, I was skating and making skate videos That's so and tight. it just evolved from there. I had like a similar thing. It was like always at the skate park. I was never good enough to skate mm-hmm. as well as my homies. Same. And I just found the <laughs> But I was eye. really good. Yeah. I had the camera and <laughs> yeah. that was lit. Like, I know. That was my space. So when in the classes, were they like pushing you to do like full projects of production like projects or was it just like, nah, it was very beginner. The basics. Yeah. The basics. I don't even remember the editing system we had, but it was very outdated. That's so tight. Um, it might've been like pinnacle oh, or something shit. like that. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 24. 24? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it was Pinnacle. And then when I went took it home, I was using like Windows Movie Maker on like the giant desktop, yeah. like Windows computer. Right. Yeah. Fuck. Pinnacle, yeah. man. I haven't thought about that shit in forever. I remember right? wanting Pinnacle so bad and like, oh, right? man, if I get that, it's going to be game over. Like, yeah, man. I went through like every editing system mm-hmm. and I got to say like, 
in my opinion, Premiere and After Effects is the best. Yeah, so yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I I was a I I thought I would live and die with Final Cut. Final Cut. I thought I was gonna live and die with Final Cut Pro Seven. Yep, Final Cut Pro Seven. Then I finally was like, I know I have to switch because mm -hmm. it's the only way I'm gonna get better. Yeah, yeah. I'm so crazy. happy I did. So when like you're you're doing this throughout like grade school and shit mm -hmm. into high school, like did it get more heavy? Like you were constantly creating in high school for so classes in, or whatever. In high school, I took I tried to get into visual classes. I took a photography class, which I dropped out the week the first week. I dropped out because the teacher was mad old and boring oh god and like i couldn't take it yeah so i dropped out of that i took a tv production class which was cool but it was more like you did the school news in front of like the green screen and i wasn't really a fan of that either mm. but there was a um it was called ib film and that was our film class in high school and IB i took film? that yeah i took that for like two years and that was amazing we learned all about all the, you know, the medium close-up shots, the wide shots, like technical, yeah. like what they really mean and doing like film projects and watching Film Riot every Friday and like the diving in. would make you watch Film Riot? Yeah, we would watch so Film Riot hard. every single Friday. I love yeah. that. Yeah, and so that class was amazing for me. Like I met some really cool kids and I just got to stay active. And I think that was the most important thing is like yeah. in school, I had the opportunity to take one of those classes just to keep keep me like, focused and also like passionate about making videos right you know well and i feel like that's like it's it was missed in my like for school for me it was like the most basic like i think they literally rolled it out when i started school there and mm. the teacher didn't even know like the second time i took it i took like the i got like they made an advanced class for me to do it again because i loved it so much yeah and i had to teach the new teacher how to use the tripods because she was just like thrown into it like I don't know how to teach fucking film or whatever and it was I'm like damn, damn I'm teaching her how to hook up a camera to a tripod like it's yeah you just screw this thing in but I feel like now it's more common you know what I mean it's getting more common that kids are taking these classes but their their classes are like really really lit like they can do a lot more yeah it was I guess the information wasn't accessible as mm -hmm. much back in the day but mm -hmm. do you remember your teachers back then or was it more so just like I don't remember their names man I wish I remembered my teachers names more yeah but um Shout out to that guy. He was cool. <laughs> he was cool. He wasn't like, he wasn't like, I don't have the story of like my film teacher being like, you'll never amount to anything. Right, like, this right, is right. terrible. Like, he was actually super cool and like laid back. And he allowed us to have like a free space to do what we want right. and create. And yeah. that was really cool. Were, you, were your parents in, into it or was it just yeah, like, yeah, they were super brothers? supportive from day one. Yeah. Um, you know, the only time that, not that they didn't support me, but that, you know, they were asking me like, what are you gonna do? Is like when I graduated high school and mm. I kept telling them like, this is gonna work, this is gonna work. Like, I can't work a job because if I do, which I work tons of jobs, right. but I was like, I can't work a job anymore because it's limiting me and I don't need a car, like this and that. Like, like and that oh, was when they're like, oh my God, <laughs> like, <laughs> damn it. You need to work 40 hours a week. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm already doing that like right. on what I'm doing, yeah, you yeah. know, but it wasn't translating into dollars yet. Mm -hmm. And then like, but they always supported me from day one. They always, you know, like took us to the skate park and picked us up and let me take out their car and go do things. Right. Like they always supported. I love that. Yeah. Was it, uh, was it something that you started like out of high school were you doing production jobs like trying to get paid for it or was it nah, more like creative, it was always creative? gorilla always yeah. gorilla yeah i um when i like first started making videos i taught myself everything on youtube and yeah. as i progressed like i kept doing that so in high school is when i made like my first music video mm. and um 
I made it with like I made it with the VX two thousand, and yeah. it was just like really spontaneous. But um, was it for I, like a kid you went to high school with? Yeah, like some right. some random kid. Like yeah. yo, you make skate videos. Like you should make a music video. I'm like, yeah, I'm down. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I used YouTube to teach me like everything I needed to know. And in high school, that's when I got really serious in music mm. and that industry and like building with an artist. Right. I had a really great friend and. I thought he was really dope. And so we would build together and um, I got super passionate about it. And I'd always listen to hip hop, you know, since I was a kid, but um, yeah. Was that the type of music videos we were shooting? Hip hop? Yeah, yeah at yeah. that time you yeah. were? Always hip hop. I, I feel like for people who don't know who Film Riot is or what they do, it's like the ultimate, back then it was the ultimate. I, I think they still make shit. Yeah, they is, do. That's so cool. They do. That was like the go-to get inspired. Like these are filmmakers. These yeah, guys went to Teaching you everything. Yeah, they, they went had, to film school. They had like every camera. They had like, everything. I'm like, wow, like they have, that's a red. I thing. feel like they beat the case by having gone to film school and started the channel at the same time and literally would like use the stuff that was in the school exactly to like pump out the content which probably paid off their college t- i mean that shit's so expensive yeah full sales like they were bro they were teaching you everything yeah and in super in-depth too mm-hmm. like it was crazy it was really helpful how w- those types of that's the type of content you lean into right how, were you searching for specific things or like what would you commonly search for when you were trying um, to um so when i would go through different editing programs like um vegas 10 and yeah. this and that you know <laughs> how to edit video how to, like vegas sony vegas mm-hmm. 10 like and i watched tutorials on it or i'd be like how to do this effect like or transitions or if i wanted to learn about all the titles i could use i'd be like how to do titles in final cut pro 7 and learn about the titles and i always want to learn about other cameras and like comparing cameras and equipment and how to do things and how hollywood you know things were made and that's how i came across like film riot Mm. and um i gotta say which you recently um interviewed him as well from the get-go, Jacob Owens was a huge inspiration and That's like dope. indirect mentor to me. Right. Because I watched all his videos from the very beginning of the Buff Nerds when he had a T2I. Damn. And he was doing a lot of tutorials as well and giving a lot of insight on how he produced everything. Yeah. And that was always super helpful. It's it's like those if you don't have a mentor, like please lean on the internet because yeah. like every, you can have an indirect mentor. Like yeah, I definitely get, never had a mentor. Crazy, right? Yeah. Hmm. Damn. So where, where, where'd you grow up? I grew up in Indiana. Indiana? I was, yeah, I was born in Greenwood, Indiana. Fuck, what part of Indiana is that? It's like uh, an hour away from Indianapolis. Okay, where? Yeah, and then I moved up, my parents moved us up to an area called Carmel, which was like 30 minutes outside of Indianapolis. Damn. And um, I moved there in like the fourth grade. Right. And uh, yeah, that's where I'm from. So you for sure didn't have any mentors. No mentors, (laughs) no like crazy, like inner city art scene, like not, not anything, man. Like not a lot. It was just me and my homie Pat, who is the artist I just recently told you about. And, and we were just creating a lot together. And eventually like I found some other creators um, and some other dudes that were like really driven and we would like create together but it wasn't much of a scene and it's grown a lot since then. Yeah. But it wasn't much of a scene to well, like get discovered or like build, right. you know, a big report. Well, yeah. And it's like stressful as fuck because you're trying to stand out and to no one. You know exactly. what I mean? Like you're trying to get your friends to be your audience and like exactly. they don't really understand it. And yeah. Especially it, in high school. Like yeah. they don't understand it and it's not their fault. Like, right. It's just different types of people in different cities. So did you have the vision to 
leave Indiana early For on? For sure. Yeah. I th- always thought I was going to go to California first, but I actually went to Arizona first. Arizona? Yeah. I, w- I lived in Arizona for such a, like a sh- very short period of time. Really? Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> crazy <laughs> story. <laughs> what was the story? So like, I, I, okay. So I was, um, I can't remember the year off the top of my head. It was like maybe three years ago. Yeah. I, um, was in California shooting a 420 party for my homie. They own a company called Urban Indigo. And I was shooting their 420 party. And while I was out there, Jacob Owens tweeted, I need someone to shoot BTS for me on a K-Camp music video tomorrow. And I was like, yo, I'm your guy. And he's like, lit, hit me up. I went to assist him. It was like my first time assisting like a director, let alone someone that I always looked up to. Yeah. So I was really hyped. And so I did that, like cinema, a BTS video, like the next morning by like 1 PM. Like he didn't even ask for a BTS video. I was just like, this is just what I do, you know? Right. Gave him the content. He was like, dope, man. This is amazing. Thank you. Like never really talked to him since then. Really? Yeah. Or not since then, but for a while. Yeah. Time passed by and I got a random DM from an artist named Futuristic. Oh, and he was like, yo, I'm going on Vans Warped Tour. Jacob told me about you. Do you want to go with me? So that was my first like big break as me getting out of Indiana. Damn. So I did Vans Warped Tour and it was the summer of 2017. And um, so after Warped Tour, some time had gone by and that's when Futuristic was like, yo, I just bought the house next door to my house. Do you want to move into it? What the hell? And I'm just like, yes, let's yeah. go. Like, why not? It was like a cool, super cool house. <laughs> and so I just moved there. Like I just went for it. And then some, I did like a t- another tour with him. I did a tour with an artist named Devon Terrell. And then, um, I was living in Arizona and then that's when I got hit up by Joey. And then I was like, yo bro, like this is like my literal dream. Like this is what I've been working on manifesting for years yeah. and I got to go. And then after I did the tour with Joey, like he was like, yo, moved to New York. So I took all the shit that I had in Arizona, packed it in three suitcases and took it to New York. So well, I only lived in Arizona for like a couple months. Right. And yeah. I was always gone. Yeah. You were on tour and shit. Yeah. What was the deal? Did he make a deal with you? Was it like, yo, move here and just make content for me full time? Pretty much. That was kind of it? Yeah. So like, I'll pay you to make content for me. And I'm like, cool, let's do it. <laughs> so yeah. what kind of, what were you guys making? Like, um, so he, he called that house that we lived in, he called it the sheesh house and he like renovated it. It was mad artistic, like colorful walls. He had a studio in there. So we were just making like everyday content, you know, yeah. like in the studio, music videos. Um, we would travel to go do shows, like just, just anything, anything yeah, anything just to like keep his fan base in tune. That's crazy. Yeah. Was it wild for your family to be like, you were just like, I got to go to Arizona. Yeah, they were stoked. Were they? Yeah, they were super stoked. Good. Yeah. It was such an interesting time. When did you become a fan of Joey? I've been a fan of Joey since like early on in high school. The first time I ever saw him was on YouTube. He was like 15 or 16 and he was just freestyling with his homies. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm such a big hip hop fan. So I'm like, yo, like. This kid can spit crazy. Right. And me and my homie Pat were such big fans of him and the underachievers. And we were just like huge fans of their music. And he dropped 1999. And, it's over you know, with. that was an instant classic. So yeah, I'd always been a fan of him. Hmm. Yeah. So was it like being in Arizona? Was it weird when Joey hit you up to say like, yo, I got a dip, bro? Well, he hit me up on while I was in the middle of a tour with Devon Terrell. And I'm in like the Sprinter van. It's the winter time. We're like in the middle of who knows where. Right. And I just got the text like out of nowhere. 
from not from Joey directly, but um, and I literally shot up out of my seat and was like, "Yo!" Was it from Black? Um, hmm? his old like the old tour manager dude. It was from Niles. Oh, okay, word. Yeah, and um, I was like, "Yo!" And everyone's looking at me like, "What?" Like my eyes are probably like huge. You know? Yeah, you're like, I'm and out. I'm like. <laughs> I just got asked to go on tour with Joey Badass and they're like they're like bro you're on yeah <laughs> like they were crazy. hyped they were mad supportive and um it, it was a process you know of like solidifying everything but um right. when the time came like he was mad cool he was he always supported me like anyone I always worked with was always mad cool and really supportive and I'm super appreciative of that because he could have been like salty you know but yeah. he was like bro like do your thing right yeah that's incredible yeah it's when we talked to when Jacob was on here, he was talking about the same thing with futuristic and it was like, mm-hmm. even was, you know, Jordan was, yeah, yeah. Waz, he's he, a man. He was, we had him on here too. And he got, it was kind of the same thing. He yep. got found by Jacob. Jacob yep. put him on to futuristic. He started doing all his shit. Crazy. Same thing. Like, yeah, and he's from Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I forgot about that's crazy. Do yep. you guys know each other? No, we didn't. Wow. Right. Do you, do you know each other now? Yeah. Yeah. He's oh, okay, the homie. Dope. He's yeah. mad cool. Tight. Yeah. yeah. He's fucking, yeah, beast. he's awesome, bro. Beast. He inspires me so much. He's been killing it directing too. It's Od, I'm I'm really stoked to see him. Like I love his work with MGK, but it's just cool to see him do like other projects as well. And they're yeah. not even like hip hop. Like, nah, it's like alternative, bro. Yeah, bro. Insane. So sick. And it was super dope. Like yeah. he's been, he's been crushing. Yeah. Um, it's interesting though to hear that like how futuristic kind of is like the player in between because he's like. I think for Jacob it was like got out and then mm-hmm. start working with Kyle and he was like hell yeah go do it and yeah. then for you it's like yo I'm gonna go work with these guys alright cool I'm out you know what I mean it sounds like I don't know what that's I gotta, pay, I gotta get that guy in here small world <laughs> it is yeah everyone we were just did an episode about this uh, was it five or six separations Dave six? six six separations of like everyone's connected to someone within like six people mm-hmm. like you're always connected whoever you ever could think of like wow. you probably could think like oh like I want to um, meet Jay Z someday, and now mm-hmm. you have Joey, you have yeah. me. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. really are that close to whoever it is. Yo, and that's such a great like example. Is that it, it goes to show like anything can pop up at it at it anywhere. Like the literally the day before I got asked to go on Van's Warped Tour, my homie was like, "Bro, God has so many amazing things planned for you that you just don't see coming." Mm. And it really hit me like that day. I'm like dang like he's definitely right like I, I can't see the future right. you know and I'm working as hard as I can every day so there's got to be amazing things out there waiting for me and the next day I got hit up to go on tour no joke and that was like a switch in my mind like yo I can do anything right you know yeah and super facts and it's just mad cool like the interconnectivity of everything what was it like the Vans Warped Tour because I think yeah I hear it's gnarly because you it gotta be gnarly. like I don't know if it's still the same, but I remember people were always like, yeah, like you have to be at the next stop like mad early to check in. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you don't get your slot or some shit. So everyone would have to like leave to get to the next spot. Yeah. Show up early. Like you don't sleep right. <laughs> you don't really go to hotels and shit. Cause you're just mm-hmm. on the run. Like mm-hmm. what was that like? So it's like, it's obviously a summer thing. Yeah. And RIP vans work to it. I know. I um, sad. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just gnarly dude. Like it's in the summertime. It's like, 80 to 110 degrees every day and you're on the bus 24 7 all the stages are actually semis and they they fold fold out into stages yeah and it's an insane operation so like you get there in the morning 
you you kick it, you know, and you don't know what time you're gonna perform right. until that day, and then you get the show times, and um, and you just do your thing. But it was so amazing. It was the best first tour I could have ever experienced. I bet I met so many amazing people after the shows at night, like until like one a.m. You're just kicking it with everyone, right? And the different artists, like it was cool to be around. Like futuristic was like one of three rappers. It was him, wow. Sammy Adams, and Watsky. Damn. And Futuristic and Watsky shared a bus. So like his crew and our crew shared a bus. Right. So we all became super close. Right. But um so I met like all these punk rock guys yeah. and they're mad cool and chill. So dope. Yeah. And um it was such a great experience. What were you doing for content? Like what was your game plan when you started that tour? We did like like one week recaps okay. and then we did um something he had called Shish TV, which was like a vlog. Okay, so like I always did the vlog and I always, when it came to tour, like I always wanted to elevate like the quality of the vlog and right. the format and everything. Mm. And um, yeah, man. How are you balancing that? Cause I know. It was you, hard. Yeah, you got. It's really hard, 12 honestly. People in a, yeah, in you're your not getting spot. a lot of sleep. Damn. And depending on how they live on the bus, you know, depends like how you can manage your space because if all the tables are trashed and everything, you feel like you can't go anywhere. Right. But it was, it was great. Like, yeah. It was cool. It stayed clean. Like it was great. That's dope. Yeah, man. So then, you know, you upgrade to go into Joey, mm -hmm. you get the call or the text, whatever you get it locked in. Yeah. So you go out on tour. Which tour was that? The Americana tour. Right. And yeah. you were on the whole thing? Yeah, the whole thing. So what? He just had seen your shit from... How do so you find you? I met a girl on Van's Warped Tour, and she lived in D.C., and I would go visit her in D.C. Right. and hang out with her. And one time we were randomly like, yo, let's go to New York, because I didn't know how close it was to D.C. So we got on a bus, went to New York, yeah. and while we were there, I hit up uh, Kid Super on Instagram, and he's like a, a really creative guy, designer. Yeah. I don't know if you know who he yeah, is. Yeah, I've heard his yeah. name. Um, it was like, yo, I, I want to make something for you. And he was like, come to my store. Like, I commented on his Instagram post, what and he fuck? responded on his Instagram post. So, like, the power of that is amazing. Hands like, down. Never feel afraid. Like, he responded to my Instagram comment. So, I'm like, all right, let, let's go. So, yeah. me and this girl, we went. They, he had, like, a little pop-up show going on that day. And I was like, yo, if you ever need someone to document your process, I would love to do that. And... Then I went back home and I saw he had to make a, a women's clothing line for New York Fashion Week in a week. And I was like, this looks crazy. And he just said, want to film it? And I said, yeah. And I went there and I slept on his floor with all the fabrics as a pillow for a week. Damn. And like documented him making all these clothes. And that was like one of the most inspiring things ever, not only for his creativity and his like relentless hard work, but just everything as a whole was insane. And I met Niles through there. I met Desi Hines and Aaron Rose, their uh, artists on Pro Era. Mm. And um, at that fashion show, Nick Caution and Kirk Knight were performing and like all the pros were there. Joey was there. That's when I met them for the first time. Damn. And then while I was there, I was speaking with D, which was Joey's photographer at the time, like full time. And I was like, yo, if you ever need anything, like someone to make a video or content or whatever, like just hit me up. And he's like, do you live in the city? And I'm like, yeah, like I'm from New York. 
but I was not from New York. <laughs> I just yeah. knew, like, yeah. if I say I'm not from New York, they're going to think that hitting me up is an inconvenience. Yeah, right. And in my mind, it wasn't because I was down to do whatever it takes. At the time, you were in Arizona taking these trips I was out? in Indiana. You were in Indiana. Yeah, so um, then they gave me the opportunity to document this thing called Storm of Support, which was like a hurricane relief drive when those hur- hurricanes were going on down right. south. Yeah. And um, I filmed it. Who and Pro Era? Pro Era did the okay. did the drive, yeah, and I filmed it for them. Joey was there and everyone, and I shot it, edited it, sent it to them, and that was that. And I only spoke to Joey once that day, and um, he was super appreciative. Like he was aware that I was there grinding, right. and then like seven months later, they hit me up, and I had asked him about it, obviously, like yo, and he was like yo, I just noticed like you worked really hard, and you had great energy. And when the tour came, I was like, yo, hit up that guy Levi from Storm Support. And they did. You want to know why that's crazy? Because that man's been around the whole fucking world multiple times, has seen how many motherfuckers in the pit, how many so people, many. how many people. And like, I'm just a kid from Indiana. Bro, think about how crazy. I say that every time. When you think about how rare it is to land a spot in a seat that you would love to be in, like, there's it's 7 billion people on earth. I say cra- it's every time. It's crazy, man, because like I always thought, you know, I always dreamed of this, you know, th- these exact moments. And I was like, yo, like I swear, like if I can do this, it literally means that anyone can do anything because there's no, like I shouldn't be here. But the fact that I am here is an example that like I, I am supposed to be here. Right. You know, I'm here for yeah. a reason, obviously, but like. I'm just a kid from Indiana and there's a million other dope photographers and videographers, but it gave me so much motivation to like work as hard as I can grow as much as I can. Like, and just, that's what I continue to focus on every day is like, how can I better myself? Damn. Yeah. It was crazy. Like really crazy. I love that shit. I love stories like that, bro. Yeah. Like that shit happened to me a million times. Yeah. Every time I was like, what the fuck? Cause where you're from? Iowa. Iowa. That's right. Close. We close. Bro, Iowa. Like, Iowa. <laughs> Iowa, bro. I know. People don't even know where that is on the map. Hey. People don't know where Indiana hey. is on the map. I'm nah. like, yo. Hey. No disrespect to Iowa. I'm sorry. But I get At it all the time. They're fucking, like, where's uh, Indiana? I'm like, well, you know, like Chicago, right? They're like, okay, yeah. Who, damn, who the f- is, uh, who's from Gary, Indiana? Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs, yeah. yeah. At least we got Freddie. Oh, I yeah. got Slipknot. Slipknot. Sorry, and Slipknot. yo, we actually have Michael Jackson, technically. Was he born there? He was born in Gary, Indiana. Damn. Yeah. R.I.P. on some weird shit. They say Gary is like Chicago, but technically it's Indiana. It's like so mad I like, close to. I hold on to that. Yeah, you literally yeah. drive like it's like the same shit. Mm-hmm. It's like you're in Chicago, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, damn, that's crazy, man. When I, I when uh, I went to South by Southwest, and that's kind of like where I got discovered, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But like I was there with a the homie, and then um, I shot for an artist, and he was like being managed by Top's son mm-hmm. for a TD, mm-hmm. and that's how like they hit me one day when I was just, I was just like editing nonstop the whole South by Southwest. I'm making like little Instagram clips and shit. And they mm. came in, they're like, yo, Moose saw you. And he said, he fucks with the way you turn around content. He likes the style and stuff. Blah, blah, mm. blah. He wants to take you on a TD world tour. Mm. And everyone was like screaming. Like I won the lottery. Cause I was like, Shh. it's you in the van. It's like that moment where, Oh shit. My whole life changed, but it didn't, but it did. Like you it. ended up in one of the greatest, I don't know what you could, you want to call it label collective, yeah. whatever. You ended up in one of the greatest circles in hip hop history. Dog, it was nuts. Yeah, it was nuts, and it was like bringing something new to, that they hadn't really had was like yeah. what changed it. But like getting into the spot was the part that's like surreal. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
then you just got to close, close the deal. Really. Yeah. Like, I remember you talked about it. Like one thing led to another and you did schoolboy and then didn't, you got asked to do Kendrick. Yeah. And you, you, what, what was the situation you felt like that it was just wasn't like, the right moment for you? They, the money, the investment wasn't there like yeah, for, for the, you, for what the idea I had for sure. And I was like, man, exactly. I don't want to go do some bunk ass. Like, you know what I mean? Of course. And, and then you got, and then B and J yeah. Like crazy bro. bro. Nuts. But like who fucking knows <laughs> how long did you hold your breath while running that steady cam on stage <laughs> with Beyonce? Yo, Dave was the one that he had my, he, was, he, he literally he had, had your back, back, right? Yeah, He was fucking guiding me with the little, we had a carabiner on my, uh, on my butt basically. And he would just like guide me backwards. And, oh, like pull you. Like, yeah. Cause yeah, I had to that's walk, genius. I would run backwards and then we had mm-hmm. stairs that took us from the B stage to the A stage. There was like uh-huh. seven big stairs, uh-huh. but we never rehearsed walking up them. We only rehearsed walking down them because the way we pra- rehearsed. Mm-hmm. So when I had to walk backwards, it was like, not muscle memory yet. Yeah. So we had like a whole little system. Dave would like, what'd you do? Like you t- tap me like three times when we were getting close, like five five from the stairs. And then when we were like two feet from the stairs, mm. so I could be like, eyeball it, Got it. You know what I mean? And go mm-hmm. up terrifying. But yeah, I held my breath like twice. I want to ask you, what is, um, a really, your- <laughs> what is a really memorable <laughs> conversation that you had with Jay-Z and Beyonce? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Cause I know you had the chance to talk, to speak with I them like the here cool, and there, right? The coolest part is them telling me like that they like what I do. Yeah. And you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. I like what you do. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like this doesn't make sense. It shouldn't be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know how random times where they just like the best is like when Jay's is like, yo, I, I see this. you fucking it up with a camera and shit. Like he'll say like the coolest shit to me. That's and it's fire. a sidebar. It doesn't have to say nothing for sure. Not. But I think the coolest conversation was, uh, with Jay after, um, uh, Damn, where were we, Dave? When he dropped, um, damn, what was was that Meek's album? What's well, free? Free is what nobody yeah. else can. T- uh, that was uh, that was South Africa. We were in South Africa, and and he dropped that record with was that what, whose album was that? That's Meek's album. Yeah, Meek's album. Mm-hmm. What's free with Rick Ross? Mm-hmm. And he like it just dropped, and then we were all there. Guru was there. We're all just shooting the shit about it. It was like the coolest moment ever because like he's just talking about what he meant in the just verse, chilling. and we're just like every all the guys were just like around him just listening to shit and just like damn and just having a real conversation with a song he just wrote that just dropped that the whole world was going bananas about and we're just having the casualist conversation it's like yo this is doesn't make sense isn't it crazy doesn't make sense yeah but it'd be wow. like that all every artist every artist Definitely. like ever you know you, you always get, like, that's the coolest thing working with an artist is especially an artist that you look up to is you get to see you know where their mind is at yeah and they're like internal creative process and everything and you weigh in on it like definitely you, you indirectly Yo, are doing match for that- the longest time um when i'd be in the studio with joey i would i would never say anything unless he asked because it's just like why is my opinion valid you but know? then you drop that but then when he starts bars. saying like yo what do you think about this and that i'm like wow like he validates your opinion it's inc- that's incredible man it's pretty cool huh? it's incredible Damn. yeah fuck I love this shit. Same. So what you you go on the tour with him? Is it the same idea? Was is it is it the same type of shit that you were? Trying yeah, to do? it was like yo, let's do a let's do like a weekly vlog, like docu series, and and we started making these episodes, and they were so fun, and I loved like catching just to me really rare moments. Like yeah. the, in the first episode, he finished his last song on stage, dropped the mic, walked backstage, like danced up the stairs, walked into a room with Chuck Strangers. He was playing one of his beats and just instantly went into a freestyle. And I filmed yeah, it all I remember in one that take. Was crazy. And like stuff like that is super special to me. Yeah. You know, not only is like 
a, a fan of what he does, but just like as a creator and capturing those moments. So like, it was always mad fun for us to like go through like a week and a half of tour and then we would put those out and like look back like, dang, we just did all this stuff. That's mad cool. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. And uh, we just built off that. Was the pressure really, really high for you? Were you like mad nervous going into it? Like, fuck, I got to come correct on this first yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? It kind of goes back to like when you have an opportunity, it's just like, well, time, I have to, I don't have a choice but to step up to the plate. Right. You know? And it's like, you don't want to drop the ball. Yeah. So you just work really hard and you, you focus and you also have to believe in yourself. Like, you're here for a reason and like, yo, I'm dope. Like, don't second guess what you think about creating. Like, right. do it because that's what, that's why you're there, mm. you know? And most of the time they're going to love it, you know? That's very true. Yeah. Because <laughs> you yeah. come, if you already know what you're doing, you come in, like, they just want to see themselves look cool. Exactly, bro. Exactly. Like, that's it. We might not like to see ourselves or whatever on camera or whatever, but they love, like, Joey loves seeing himself on camera. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he relies on it. It's yeah. like, he relies. And then also, but it's like also being able to get in and kind of be able to to lie into who they are in their culture. Like, yeah. if you can adapt that and show that through mm -hmm. your content, it's like. No doubt. That's what sets, you know, you above so many people in my opinion like definitely you know what i mean i see it i feel it like i can tell what it's like for him i can tell what it's like to be on the road i can tell what it's like to be on the road from where he's from you know what mm -hmm. i mean you see that shit in the content which is cool mm -hmm. yeah is it uh what wh i guess for me like when i had to make the first episode on q's tour mm -hmm. i was terrified because i was like i didn't know nobody i hadn't met any of them before yeah um i only knew one person the tour manager who i met for like an hour before the mm -hmm. shit so i'm like oh fuck like i gotta figure this out and when i came on immediately everyone was like hit me like the second day of tour like where is episode one and like already asked oh him. my and it was gosh. like that and i and no one Yo, knew that is honestly the worst thing that could happen to you it's the worst thing like i hated it oh man and i'm just sitting there like i mean i don't know anyone yet like i don't what? have a story to it's tell like who are all these dudes i'm on the bus with like i don't even me and Q haven't even really talked yet. Like, yeah. but you have, I just like would sit in a hotel and just stress myself out trying to like see what I did have. And yeah. I'm like, okay, so does this could make sense? Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. You know what I mean? You're starting to piece it all together. But like in my mind, I'm, I'm interested to know what your process was. But when I went into it, I kind of had, uh, I think I said this the other day in one of our morning roasts, but I was talking about how, um, I like, as soon as I got to the first venue, I literally flew to Michigan and met them there. Mm -hmm. And I walked in, I said, what's up? I didn't, I don't even know if I introduced myself to Q. I think it was just like, a, what's up? And then he's mm -hmm. just like, all right, the white kid with the camera, of course. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? And uh, I started shooting and I'm like, I just filmed them outside and then they left to go to the gym. And I'm like, kind of looking for the tour manager. He's gone. I'm like, like should I, I go? Yeah. Do I go to the fucking gym? Is that weird? Like, what's he doing? Like, yeah. he wants me to film like, squats him? or something. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, then, and I did, didn't go. So I was like, I don't okay. know how to get on the bus. I don't know where our green room is. So I was like, went in, set up my Ronin. Lost. Yeah, I did. But I was still like, all right, I need establishing shots of all this yep, shit. Establishing I started shots thinking like, everything. What's the edit? You know what I mean? Like, I how can I bring people yeah. into, you know, the, 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 environment yeah experience like this venue looks incredible like like this is what he does every night mm -hmm. i don't know i just started i tried to have some sort of edit in my head before i went into it and then definitely. you try to add the character development like into definitely what, and know. it's also like a very natural process because mm -hmm. you're not directing them in any form right. it's like they might be super anti-social for a day and you might not really get that much content or 
but it just goes to show like you just got to be ready yeah because you never know when something is going to happen facts yeah so what would be some of the things that you did like initially for that first episode was it just really just so for me i was able to actually uh establish a relationship like a connection with joey before the tour started because we were at rehearsals Mm -hmm. and um that's where i like linked up with him for the first time and i you know i took some photos of him like during rehearsals they were going over the show and that night um, his DJ and producer, the homie Powers, yeah. released his song "Pull Up," right? And Fuck they had hard. like a little after party thing in um, New York, and Joey was like, "Yo, come through." And so from the get go, like we were able to talk, that's and, solid, and we spoke about you know what we want to create together and everything. And um, so when tour started, um, my format was really like first off all right, where are we? Let me get establishing shots. So like we started in Vermont, it was super cold. So I got like the bus and then I got like this, it was like sleeting. So I got like, you know, detailed shots of everything. Yeah. And then, um, I would just, I just film everything I'm known. Like what I'm known for is like always filming, (laughs) like, you know, like, and I've learned as time has gone by, I've learned, you know, like when to film, when not to film, like don't just, like film but film and be present so right. you like are listening to what they're talking about yeah. you know like right. you could be filming an artist and not paying attention to what they're saying and they could be saying something that shouldn't be filmed right you know so or they're like, saying dumb shit that you know you'll yeah, never exactly. ever use exactly so um i just filmed you know everything and after the first episode i understood more format hmm. um in terms of like you know pre-visualizing the edit and being like okay i'm gonna I film this stuff. I need this to transition into that. Right. And oh, this funny moment happened when I edited it. I could add this music and maybe I could add like a newscasting cutaway, like yeah. hypothetically. Yeah. And so I should film this also to tie into this. And you start like putting things together in your, in your brain. And, it helps so much when and you get yeah, to the edit That's process. really all it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Would you, um, you said that you kind of, you, you let them do their own thing. You would never like set them up to do something. But was there ever moments where you would try to say like, oh, Joey, it'd be, it'd be dope if we went over here and did some shit or, or let's go out and like, I don't know. Or is he more spontaneous? Like for Q, mm. Q is like, I've been around the world a million times. I ain't trying to do shit. I'm going <laughs> to sit in the bus. And then randomly he would like go do something. Yeah. But, but you had to be like, yo, yeah, this, that. Like, um, yeah, definitely. Like there would be times where I would put him on the spot and be like, yo, freestyle. Yeah. And, um, or like we should do this or that because it'd be really fun. It'd mm. be great content. Um, I think that's important Yeah. to, and that also kind of just inspired me to like, set people up because like they aren't going to wake up and say I want to film this and that like they're tired they're doing shows they're focused on their their personal life and whatever they have going on so I think that's really valuable to be able to be like yo like how can I make the most out of today and what could we get you know I feel like it's cool to hear it, it, he trusts his team, right? You know, Joey is definitely trusting you as part of his team, mm-hmm. a team member that he finds valuable and can trust what you're going to, you know, propose yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah. I feel like Will Smith is the goat at this shit right now. Like the way Super. he's got the team and he trusts him. And, and then, he has a crazy team, by the way, crazy. like a VFX team. Yeah, I mean, he paid, he's paying the, the troll toll for that for one. But sure. like, he, for real, I think it's cool how you talked about like he's it's not like he's got to get he doesn't have to do shit he's Will fucking Smith yeah but he gets up and he'll be like huh what should we do today and someone's like well what if we do this crazy thing in Dubai all right fuck it we're here let's do it you know what I mean yo let me go run up a bridge 
And All right. <laughs> what did he do? He what like dance flew a drone do? on the top and did like a uh, fucking million rock. I don't know what. Yeah. He did. <laughs> it what? Oh yeah, Drake, yeah. yeah. But like, what? He like, he's a king of content right now. The best. Yeah. He came out fucking with heat. But like, what I admire about it is that he is willing to, you know, allow his team to pitch content mm-hmm. nonstop. So he he understands that it's king. You know what I mean? So he's yeah. gonna go above and beyond to get it. Yeah. Which is dope. And yeah. I feel like a lot of artists sometimes like are the shooters always nervous or they don't, you know, feel like yeah. it's out of their place to direct. But I mean, these good, these people are used to going to a music video set and then getting direct. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like let them be directed. Yeah. So what's, what's the difference of doing that on tour? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's, those are valuable shoes to step into, mm-hmm. like take control over the content you're creating and be a go getter, you right. know, because if you're timid, like it's not going to turn out how you want. Yeah. And so you got to be a go getter. You can't be shy. You got to be, yo, bro, what do you think about this? Should we post this? Should we post that? Like, you could send them, and it's something I learned over time, like, you send them hella photos, but maybe they don't post them, and it's not because they don't like the photos, but maybe whatever, you know? Maybe they're just, they're not thinking about posting this or that. You gotta be like, yo, bro, like, we should put this up. What do you want to put up? This, that, you know? Because it shouldn't be their job to focus on that. Yeah, exactly. And that's something I I actually super learned, like, recently, you know, is to, like, takes as much charge as possible for sure you know and step into those shoes Hmm. yeah hey guys i just want to stop this episode real quick to tell you guys about obviously we have our free community that you can join on facebook uh bwnc.com slash join but we also have a patreon community which is very private i'm in this and super active in this all the time um that you can get patreon.com slash black window cream go to that website check it out we have several different tiers that you can get in uh at every dollar amount it's like the amount of perks that we've offered to this and and we implement we spend a lot of time doing this we have live streams we have bonus podcast episodes we have discounted merch we have exclusive patreon only black window cream merch there's a lot of cool things in there um including you get the guide for free when you sign up at the goddamn homie tier so definitely check out our patreon channel if you guys like this podcast if you support black window cream and what we're doing over here it helps us keep the light on uh in this office we have one light that's it so we would love to have two so join us on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash Black Window Cream. All right, let's get back to Levi's episode. Right, motherfucking now. So when you go, you know, you do the one tour, mm-hmm. you knock it out. Yeah. Did a great job on the content, by the way. Thanks. Um, You you moved. So were you in Indiana at the time or were you still in Arizona technically? Like where With did you Joey? Live? Yeah, before you Yeah, before I was still moved. in Arizona. Yeah, and after the tour, I was spending some time in New York here and there, like bouncing back and forth. I was sleeping on someone's couch right. and um, and then I eventually made the move. Like once all the pieces fell into place, cause it wasn't just like, you know, move here, I'm gonna pay you like this, that, you know, like yeah. all the little technical things had to get sorted out in the right time. And then I, I was, mo- was like really planning to move to New York. I didn't know who I was gonna live with per se, but then one of my best friends that lived in Seattle that I'd like always been friends with another creator, his name's Danny. Um, he have you ever seen this like Danny who you sent me his IG yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Shout um, out to Danny. he uh, was in he was like also moved to New York out of nowhere like yo I just got like a startup gig op- opportunity I'm just gonna go and move to New York and then like we got an apartment together Damn. and so I was really grateful and I was gone like I'm like yo how are we gonna find an apartment by October 1st because right. we can't be homeless and I was in LA with Joey and he's like FaceTiming me like do you like found this like a place like <laughs> he, he checked out five apartments in a day was like yo 
I'm having such a hard time finding apartments, but I met like a broker or whatever, and he's gonna show me five places. And no matter what, we have to pick one of these places. I'm like, bet. So he's FaceTiming me like, what do you think about this? And like, we picked yeah. one, it's cool. And um, yeah. Where you at? I'm in Bushwick. Bushwick? Bushwick, nice. in Brooklyn, yeah. How you liking it? It's awesome, man. You feel like yeah. you could stay in New York? Yeah. Forever? Yeah, not forever, but I love New York. You think you could ever end up in LA? Yeah. Is yeah. that like your angle? Yo, I, no, I don't, I I think my angle is to like live in like somewhere like in the mountains or the forest, like oh, somewhere real? out of the country. Yeah, that's like maybe like my angle when I'm much older. Right. But I don't have like a specific, I just flow. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know I was going to move to Arizona. I didn't ever think I was actually going to live in New York. Right. It was never like, I want to live in New York, but I always loved New York for the history of the hip hop. Yeah. Like anytime I'd fly into the city and I'd see the city, I'm just like, damn, damn like I know so much has happened here. It's crazy. Yeah. So I was always stoked on New York. But um, I never knew I was going to live there. So, like, I'll, I'll probably live in L.A. at some point, and I might live in London at some point. I don't know. Yeah. I just go with it. That's far. Yeah. What, uh, what, when you got to New York, what was kind of, like, hit the ground running with content-wise? Like, where you immediately started to work with Joey, or was it, like, a slow process? What was he doing at the time? Um, we went to Europe. Okay. We went to Europe. Um, we traveled around Europe a lot, and that was life-changing. That was amazing. Um, that was your first time? Yeah. Crazy, yeah, that right? That was insane. And it was like fly there to a festival like every day. Right. Yeah. And um, back in New York, um, I was documenting like his everyday life, kind of just like, you know, him going to meetings or him doing a shoot here. Um, A lot of studio time. Yeah. Like a lot of studio time and and me documenting like the studio process and him just making records and really spending a lot of time in studios. Yeah. You know, fashion shows you know, like celebrity things. Right. Yeah. And, um, that was super cool. The studio was like, is like one of my favorite places to be with him. Cause it's just like, you never know like what's going to happen. And the coolest thing is like, I wake up, I, 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 I sort of have a routine, but I wake up every day and it's like, I wonder what's going to happen today. (laughs) You know, what adventure is going to be? Cause you have, there's been times where I'm on in an Uber, like the few times that I like might like, go out with a friend and get dinner or something right. like I'm in an Uber and then I'll get a call from his assistant like yo bro we got this uh, we're going to the Brooklyn Nets game tonight it's front row um, I'm about to call you like an Uber to the spot so I'm like alright bet like yo sorry bro yeah, hop out so this Uber <laughs> get in another and go like right. you, just, you never know what's gonna yeah. happen so like I always leave the house prepared yeah. like when I when I leave my house for the day like I have everything on me to be able to move you know at That's any smart. time yeah That's it's crazy smart. yeah do you like do you like the pace of that or do you would you prefer especially now that you're like direct like you did the music videos mm-hmm. and do you see yourself directing more music videos I absolutely right yeah so like as you pursue that are you thinking right now short term it's like oh, i'll just do joey's videos or are you trying to expand and like really hit like the work with like other all artists sorts and, of other yeah, artists start pursuing it's probably going to get to that at some point like i never limit myself so yeah. One thing is that I'm I'm super passionate about Joey's music and right. his career and like his upcoming album and everything and I want to conquer that with him like because me and him have such great chemistry together right. and as creators and so um, there's so many things that I want to create with him but absolutely as I grow man like I'm gonna do other things right 100 percent I don't think we should ever have a ceiling yeah you know it should always be open like I might do a Netflix thing or I might do 
a movie. We might make a movie. I might make a movie with Joey. Right. Joey might be in a movie that I'm directing someday. You know, like be hard. I, I which I would love to do because <laughs> yeah, Joey is low key a director. I know. Yeah. That he edited one of his first music videos, Nine Five Till Infinity. Did he? Yeah. He edited it himself. I love it when ra- like when artists, not just rappers, but like when artists really like yeah can get into like, an edit. I, I actually see like me and Joey like making a movie someday together yeah. and making you know music video movies together and that's gonna be the start that's crazy yeah yeah like I think I, I personally would love to have like that lifelong relationship with him yeah totally not just as like creators and like working together but like his friends I uh we had CJ Fly in here mm-hmm. um literally like when were you guys here last last week yeah like uh, yeah like two weeks ago yeah so yeah. he just popped in or whatever and it was it was cool hearing like the stories of like them coming up in the, the early grind of being in Joey had like the studio access so everyone would be in there with him mm-hmm. and like being mm-hmm. able to make those first early records and like that process or whatever and growing out of that shit yeah. which is so wild to, to witness but like personally being in the studio is like the illest shit to me and same, same with you I get yeah. it like it's just so cool you get to I mean especially when you become tight with the artist I think this is what everyone longs for when they think about how many people I feel like a, a majority of people want to be like in our position as of doing this type of shit right mm-hmm. And so I think the number one thing that they that they wish they could experience is like those moments where you be in the studio and someone comes walking through and you're just like, oh shit, like this is a legend that right? I like, um, Yeah, I'm name trying some. to think I of a time. Yeah, like, Let's hear what you got. Um, like No ID coming through the studio. Um, him, free, like Corday, like YB and Corday coming into the studio. They say what's up to each other, talk for five minutes, and the next thing you know, they're freestyling for 15 minutes straight. Right. You know, like um, all the pros being in the studio together at once, um, different, like amazing producers. Do you guys have your own studio? Um, is it, is it Joey's it's own spot? in process. Right. Yeah, it's in process. But he's been using like a commercial uh, studio? Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Um, I'm trying to think, man. Um, on tour and shit lot, like, there's been yeah there's been a lot of crazy moments you meet so many people and sometimes you forget and you're I like know. oh wait I met that person right yeah like I don't know it's wild I always felt like it was weird like I would love like the first few times when I moved out to LA and I started being around famous people and shit and I'd be mm-hmm. like oh that's crazy I, I met this person or I talked to this person one time and then after the years passed by you, it, it happens so often yeah that it, it's like I feel like a douche when I tell my girl like oh no I talked to that this crazy thing that person I talked to or this person and I'm yeah. like damn I've talked to so many like if I go home I could just be like you forget yeah people be like when you go home that's the weirdest shit and the coolest thing is when you see them like over and over and then you hit the point where they're like yo what up Levi yeah. or yo what up Ben right yeah like I could see uh, Denzel Curry and he'd be like yo what's good yeah. bro and like that's the coolest thing Dude, ever me and, I met Denzel uh when they Probably played a while in LA. ago. They played, they played in LA like last year, I want to oh, say. Oh, last year. Okay. Um, I think. And we, But anyway, when I met him, he was just like mad nice. It was yeah. just in the green room and I was just chilling. I remember um, during the Americana tour, Buddy and Boogie were the artists touring with us. Yeah. And um, they've both like grown so much right. since, which is dope to see. But like, even on being on tour with them and every once in a while, like we'd have, the, we were in a studio and they would come through and, like so many cool people man dude i remember That's buddy awesome. um asher roth would stay at our house all the time when i first moved out here the house mm. at craig's house craig's mm-hmm. house is famous uh i always just shout that out um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i would like sleep on the floor at this house and asher would always be there and he was shooting a music video and buddy like was there and i didn't know who buddy was at the time mm. and i was like shooting some ronin shit for asher it was like a one take or something complicated and it was hot as fuck in the valley yeah and we were just 
it was like a lemonade series. He had this series called Lemonade where he would like sit down. And I think, mm-hmm. uh, who the fuck was there? I don't remember. But anyway, we're outside and Buddy had one scene and it was like he was riding on those hoverboard things mm-hmm. and he just had to come out of the house and like say one line, but he was like so high and shit. And every time he'd come out and he'd just like start like laughing and fucking up and I'm like holding the Ronin by this point, I've been shooting for hours and I didn't know who he was and I was about to like snap on him. I was like, bro, it is one line. Please, I need you to get this shit. Like what, who is this? Like, why are we, why do we need this line? Like I need yeah. to be done. Like my arms are dying. Yeah. And that was my one interaction. I'm so glad I didn't say that shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's too fucking talented to say some shit to his face. Right. He was just like sleeping the whole time and I was like, dog, why do we need his line who He's is such this? a character man, man i've i'm so glad you want to know one of the other coolest things is when you can go to uh, a festival with the artist because they're mad cool with every artist in the game yeah. most of the time right so it's like through like them you're like oh like i'm standing right next to jaden smith yeah. and then the next moment you're like i'm standing right next to j cole right i'm watching migos from right here right. like and i'm in a circle talking with the migos right, right now right it was mad funny like i remember film or like taking photos we were in switzerland and joey was kicking it with like the migos and i'm snapping you know just some like bts flicks and it, my only interaction with um quavo he was like yo bro and enough with the cameras and i'm like say no more like, thank you thank you for <laughs> let me for talking to, to me yeah right i know that was always <laughs> but, the thing it's like people are you're always like right yo like do i go for it or what exactly. i mean they'll let you know you just got to but it's not a weird like nah yo you're a weirdo for that's shooting. normal yeah there's like yeah. yo we got it you got a couple we're good yeah you yeah exactly and you either get lucky and they're not making weird faces or you don't well that's know? the thing too is i think people are afraid to be told no but you have to think like they know what you're doing for and so sure. they're trying to give the best side during that moment and they're also Uh, just trying to chill yeah they're trying to chill you know and that's also one of the coolest things is you just get to see how human everyone is right yeah and sometimes people don't know who you are like if you're new if you just walked in you have you've never been around joey and amigos they don't know you're joey's guy exactly you just be there exactly they're kind of trying to figure it out but yeah you know what's funny um asap rocky told me that i need to there was i was taking photos of him and joey and he's like yo bro bro and then joey was like nah that's my man's and he's like i just normally wear like i got the black jeans and the black tee and like he's like yo you look way too much like a festival like photographer guy like you need like a (laughs) a, he was like you need a yankees fitted on or something and i'm like word yeah you got a good point damn that's funny as fuck (laughs) free rocky yeah free rocky god damn he's such a great guy man i've only met him one time and it was it was dope because when we were on tour, Mary. So I had done a Mary J. Blige doc. I like mm-hmm. shot second camera and edited the whole motherfucker Crazy. and shit. Yeah, the poster right there. Shot that photo. I'm peed. Those are that's uh, insane. It was dope. Yeah. And um, and then I go on tour with Q. And while I'm on tour with Q, her people hit me like, "Yo, we want to take you on tour." And at the time, I'm like, "Oh shit, this Mary's a queen. Like, this is nuts." Yeah. And I'm like, these shows are gonna be way bigger than Q's tour. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is gonna be huge, like real mm-hmm. like arenas and shit. Mm-hmm. And then um we're on tour and smack who's q's like best friend brother mm-hmm. whatever he's like man ben i told you you're gonna get big from this tour bro he's like mary j blige and then q's like yeah man rocky been hitting me i'm like rocky like asap rocky and he's like yeah he hit me like a couple weeks ago talking about how dope the content was or whatever i'm like 
and you're just now telling me like mm. bro it's rocky like yeah what the fuck like yeah. he likes my shit that's crazy and yeah. then finally like macwap introduced me to him or whatever and he's like so dope super nice super nice fucking guy someone wow. was talking shit the other day about that whole thing i put free rocky in my ig and he was mm-hmm. like he's like yo he broke the law blah, blah 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 i'm like man he didn't go out and kill somebody nah bro kids in my bar have beat the shit like i saw the guy's it's photos. just because he's asap rocky it's just because he's asap bro yeah. i'm like what the fuck they had to make an example out of yeah whatever people be feeling like hurt uh, about it i'm like man it is what it is just let the guy go it's just yeah not gonna be dope yeah <laughs> fuck i know that's gotta be weird he's he's deep in the shit right now i know man it sucks it's crazy it sucks fuck I hope have you ever been arrested uh no no we've been that would suck close yeah I got I got jumped in Canada my first time ever going to Canada. Really? Yeah. Like like what? Super like, whooped. Like, like punched. Like, yeah. Like beat the fuck. No, like um these like big football linebacker looking guys. They were like security at this. It was like a South by Southwest festival in mm-hmm. Canada. Mm-hmm. So it was like I was with the punk band at the time. It's mad long ago, mm-hmm. and there was like a security guard that didn't like that they were like push moshing or whatever, and he ran in and like grabbed a guy, but he wasn't wearing security shit. So everyone started like whooping on him or jumping on him and like, you know, freaking out this big ass, big ass football dude that looked crazy. And he got pissed. Everyone got mad. They leave. They got kicked out. They like all kind of sorted it out. They go outside and they were like, we're security guards, but we're off. But we knew you weren't supposed to be moshing. So we stepped in. But it was like, you know, some aggressive weird shit. Mm -hmm. We go outside and they're waiting. And they specifically were targeting like one of my homies who was like the guy I was on tour with who was like this big guitar player. Mm -hmm. He walks out and they chuck a full water bottle at his head. And as soon as that shit happened, every like they ran in and grabbed him and they were like choking him out. And so I ran and like uh koala bear. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, this is what happened. I, at the time I was way smaller and shit. I jump up on this guy and I just started grabbing his face and his eyes and just, just like stretching. Yeah, his I just started skin. pulling his head. Cause I'm like, damn, he's going to kill Zach. Yeah. And then, uh, as soon as he let go of Zach, the other guy, it was like, dude, my whole body like went in one motion and like someone grabbed me by the neck and just slammed me down as oh I was getting slammed. Gosh. I like covered my face and they just started fucking punching and kicking me Bro. in the head and shit. And my fucking shoes flew off and did it hurt? Yeah, it was it crazy. Had to. But that, in the moment, that it was sound like a dumb question. But bro. I got the guy was holding me by my neck. He was like bro, choking me, and a so kid scary. ran in with a skateboard and smacked him on the head. A kid that we didn't know, like saved me. Wow. I got up, hit one guy. I got one, that was it, one hit, and yeah. I got slammed into a brick and you wall. Dipped out. Nah, we got the or we got, it broke up. Yeah, and then the cops, the Canadian cops came and they, dude. Sh- I'd only been in Canada for an hour. That's so scary. Yeah, I've never been there before, bro. That was my first time leaving the country. I, like, was terrified. I'm like, fuck, we're going to jail or whatever. Like, I don't know. How do you get to jail? Like, on a horse or some shit? Yeah. It was crazy. Have you? No. You haven't got arrested? Oh, I have. But I was just, like, a teenager. Like, I just got in trouble for some dumb stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Was it brutal? Nah. I mean, yeah, it was intense for me because my dad's, like, trying to teach me lessons. So he's like, like, keep him here. And they're like well he's 16 we can't keep him here so like, keep he, him there like you need to take him yeah <laughs> like, we need him to get out of here yeah i was you know grounded had right. to tell everyone like yeah it's it's it was like i had like a, a little like pipe and That's really it. yeah well you were out and just they caught you yeah damn it was just really stupid i feel like it happens to a lot of like teenage kids yeah just like you don't know no better yeah but i definitely never wanted to get arrested again after Hell that no. so like i've never gotten in like legal trouble for right. anything or like yeah. That, yeah. So this tour that you're on right now, let's yes. get to it. So, yes. well, no, first let's talk about the music videos. Okay. So how did those get proposed to you or how did you lock in the ability to direct them? You so directed like, both of them? Yeah, yeah, I directed both of them. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm Joey's content guy. So like 
his management and everyone is kind of like Levi's like you know the go-to guy we could get other directors but why like we got this dope dude right here yeah um so they hit me up both of them like not a lot of time to produce obviously there's yeah. never time right? right there's never time so um they're like yo we have it was actually really crazy the left hand video so i had a meeting with joey's management you know some some other people on the team and they're like yo so we got this beast coast album coming out really soon in like the next month and there's this there's stuff going on constantly right and they're like this week is the week to get a video done he was like we got rehearsals this day we got rehearsals this day for jimmy fallon and then we have this one free day here um oh no this this day this day then they have jimmy fallon then we have this free day here then we have the red rocks performance so that free day is when um, the free yes. day was in New York? Yes, and he's like, so that day that we don't have anything planned is the day we need to shoot a music video. And I'm like, bet, like, let's go. Like, I'll lock it in. Yeah, yeah. So, like, got my team together real quick, never, like, hit up my dude that I knew, uh, David Webb, he's a producer, and I'm like, yo, bro, like, I, I actually didn't hit him up. I He ended up at my crib, and I'm like, yo, I, I got asked to do this project. And then I realized, like, I need you. I need you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, I need you, bro. And then like, I got the DP, like uh, my homie Franklin that I told you about, and they they got the rest of the pieces together. Right. You know, they I, we figured out the night me and David met up. Franklin ended up coming over later, and we planned out the whole video. Like we, the energy was there, and like I just tapped into the ideas and was like, yo, we should do this, 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 and then it'll tie together. And like right. I figured it out in like two days. Had the treatment. Um, and we had like 10 days to put it together and, um, it was a very intense video, honestly. Like it was for a song called left hand and that song has every single artist on the beast coast on it. Everybody. So yeah. So nine verses or like God yeah, damn. nine verses, bro. And, you shot and it's like all? four minutes and I'm like, all right, how am I going to make a music video that's interesting with nine verses and it not be repetitive so i'm like yo like we found this this like house in brooklyn is like a brownstone and they had all these rooms and like we just we designed every room differently so one room had like all these candles another room or and then it would flow into like this hallway and then it'd go to another room with like foil on the walls and money on the floor and then another room where we had like the stretchy fabric with people pushing through on the other side so like every scene just like had its own vibe Dog, this um, shit looks fucking. I'm watching it right now. Oh, good. Justin, if yeah. you're, when you're editing this, please put this in the edit. Cause this um, shit. you should go like the the colors turned out amazing. The colors look one. fucking yeah, like fire. Uh, like CJ and Ock are like yeah. some of my favorite colors. The fucking wrap around yeah. the chair. And so it's kind of like spontaneous, and I kind of put these artists in like in like scenes that like they might have not been seen before. Mm. Um, and we just did it, man. And like we dropped it like the following week, like edited it real quick. I got a colorist for the first time. And yeah. yo, working with a colorist is one of the coolest things the ever. The best. It's yeah. the illest. Were it's you in an actual so color fun. room? Or yeah, I was just, in a color room dope, with like right? the colorist and yeah. everything for the whole process. They had the whole board? Yep. They had the Fire. whole decked out suite. Dude, they can do the yeah. craziest shit. Because David like knew the colorist. And so like he hooked he it up plug, and yep. like for like the discounted rate. And like it was amazing. Man. Like, it was incredible. Shout out to Alex. Shout uh, out to Jimenez. Alex. Yeah. Damn, that shit. When I went to the colors and I watched them, they tracked like they made 
the lips. They can track yeah. the colors, it's dog. Crazy. Like we're gonna, I'm gonna brighten up your face, and it's like the tracking is like immaculate. On 10. They're like, it's boom. better than After Effects. Like OD, if you were tracking yeah. some other shit, like yeah. the lips, you can make pop. You can make so the eyes pop. Cool, it's bro. fucking dope. And Col- that's the difference between yeah. working with a colorist and not. Right. You Everyone know, can people say they don't are. know it when they watch it, but. It wouldn't look the same if they didn't. No, nah, it wouldn't. Yeah. yeah, you can you can do so much with those cameras, like mm-hmm. the shit. So, how long was the shoot? It was all day, bro. It lasted like we. I got there at like nine. Artists started coming in at like twelve, and we wrapped at eleven. We definitely pushed it to the yeah, limit. Yeah, with their whole with crew everyone. went over time. Pushed and it shit. to the limit, yeah. bro. Yeah, but we got it done, and that's all that mattered. So you did left hand, and then the next video. When did you shoot that? Um. And so, you flew to Red Rocks? You were in Red Rocks? Oh, yeah. So, oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah, we did that. And then, I flew, that and then <laughs> I flew to Red Rocks the next day. What time did you have to leave? Like early as fuck? I don't even remember. Yeah, Jesus something like that. Maybe No, no. I think we left a little later because we stayed there that night and then did the show the next day. Right, right, right. Yeah. And you cut the video? Um, left you, hand? No, you. yeah, you edited both of them? Um, yeah, I edited both of them. On left hand, I had an assistant editor. His nice. name is Kenny Shim. Dope. Shout out to Kenny Shim. Yeah. Yeah, I always got to shout out my people. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you, so you get done with this one. You do Red Rocks. Yep. How long until you shout the next one? Um, maybe like two months. Oh, okay. I think, so yeah, it was like right before tour. Right. There, it was the same situation. Like, it was, they were going back and forth whether they should do it or not. And Joe was like, we're doing it. Like, bro. I don't care what no one says. We're doing this video. I'm like, bet. Yeah. Like, I'm with it. Like, right. I want to do it too. So he, like, they were hyped. And we obviously, did it. Yeah, the they were hyped. Yeah, like I um, they him Joey and Meech were talking about um the video. They're like, it should be black and white. We should be on top of a deli. Right. And so like, I found like a deli. Walked in. The owner was cool and was like, yeah, you can do it. And like, we did it and and it worked out. It was just, that video was just a really fun day. Right. It was just about like everyone being together and having fun. Is it is it in New York, and you might not know since you're like new to the whole music video scene of it, but like, is it as complicated to shoot shit in New York as it is in LA? Because in LA, it's like, if I were to walk and shoot in a deli and, a, and the people pulled up, yeah. you can get fine. So I'll just, I'll just tell you from my experience. Yeah. If you're doing like some, if you're marking off streets and whatnot, which... We actually marked off a street without a permit, which Hell was insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to get permits. And if it's a big budget and there's a lot going on, bro, do it. Get all that stuff because right. you don't want any issues. But we didn't have time for this one. Right. So, yeah, dude, we had a crane operator and we pull up to the location after shooting, like at the first scene, and we finally see the crane operator and he had a techno crane. And we weren't planning on having that. Right. And I'm like, wow. So, like, I'm just like, <laughs> how is this all going to happen without us getting in trouble? Because right. we're on like the corner of a street. At, the deli guy was cool. He yeah. was aware of everything going on. The lady that lived upstairs, um, we got her attention the day before and she let us use her windows to climb oh, out. Oh, that's dope. Um, and so like the guy is like a very experienced uh, jib operator. Right. And him and his assistant are like, putting it together on the side of the road. They push it into traffic down the street to get it on the corner where we're shooting. And I'm just like, I hope this doesn't get shut down. Yeah. And the cops actually did pull up, but no joke. It was these two female cops that pulled up and they saw Joey on top of the deli and they were like, yo, Joey. But like, they, they didn't grab his attention, but like, they were just cool. Like, yeah, they yeah we, the cops pulled up, they were cool. They weren't tripping. So we got Clutch. to do our thing. Got got it done and got out. That's so Second, dope. um, 
the one of the last locations on Joey's, it was Joey's block yeah. that we shot on with the Jeep in the middle of the street and everyone on top. We um, did the same thing. The cops pulled up and they weren't tripping. But after those cops pulled up, I was like, yo, before we do this in the street scene, we need to mark off the street. Right. And one of our Steadicam operator, Cal, had orange vests and he just put them on some of our crew guys and was like, go stand at the yeah, end of the yeah, street. Yeah. And they're just standing there like, yeah. Keep it moving, right. and no one asked any questions, <laughs> and we had no permits for anything. That's so crazy. Yeah, we just did it. I know it gets like out here is very complicated, especially because we're like starting a production in company. LA. Yeah, you get strikes, like it, it means, especially you, because LA is a, is just like production. It's world. the spot, I yeah. know, but it's like they're really beyond your case about I that bet. shit. So you have to tiptoe, and I bet. But just to get like, if you wanted that permit to like close down the street, it could take like five days. Exactly, but and like people I didn't come up with videos have time for that. Yeah, a day yeah. ahead of time or some yeah. shit. It's like, damn. and honestly, like I wasn't worried. I'm just like, we're doing. Yeah, fuck yeah. it. I mean, it doesn't really ain't gonna fall exactly. back on your ass. Like, right? <laughs> fuck it. We're this shit turned it. out great though. That Thanks, I need to, I'm gonna watch the left hand video after this because awesome. And it's th- it's eight verses and only f- almost less than four minutes. Yeah. The so they like it was kind of like you know when two artists will like bounce yeah, back and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah. It kind of flows right, like right, that. Right. So like their verses are like thirty seconds. That's crazy. You know? But well, congratulations. Thanks, you knocking out these two. Yeah, I learned so much from them. Like I learned. I just learned so much and now moving forward like I understand how to take on a bigger production right you know are you uh do you have plans to absolutely yeah yeah you're scheming some shit right now yep yeah I like that yeah so tour starts you get you've been getting ready it's like big I mean he's escape from New York is the East Coast tour is that what it's called that's what it's called yeah escape from New York Beast Coast Tour, a.k.a. if you're not listening to this, you don't know what that is. It's a whole mo- lot of motherfuckers on this tour. Mm-hmm. Like, how, it's 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 the Beast Coast, and the CJ's opening, and someone else is opening. So, right? yeah, like, the Beast Coast is obviously, like, a collective from New York. Just, yeah. like, it's kind of just a giant group of, of friends, like, like ASAP, or them, they, they're Beast Coast. You know, it's, like, just a yeah. big family, right. a big family, right? Um, but, like, for this tour, yeah, the Beast Coast is made up of, on this tour, is Joey Badass, the Flatbush Zombies, the Underachievers, CJ Fly, Kirk Knight, Nick Caution, and Powers Pleasant. Yeah. Is Powers like DJing? He has a DJ set. Oh, dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's DJing for um, Joey. I'm going to, yeah. uh, for sure. I fly out the next morning. Uh, After the LA, LA show? Yeah. Okay, but cool. I'm going to try to come for cool. sure. That yeah, night. no doubt. But we're going to. It's you know, really unforgettable. And it, I, know, I don't I know if it's going to happen. I honestly don't know if it's going to happen again. I hope it does. But this set is like really sick and Dude. it's like once in a lifetime experience. I love how you have like the strings and shit that yeah. make them fly so that cage um, which like I'll send you a photo to pop up but yeah. the cage on the stage is you can climb up it so like and they actually just gave me a harness yesterday um, so that it's a little less dangerous yeah. because before I was just like Send free climbing it. yeah Damn. but you you climb up it and like i hook myself to it and you can like shoot from over them and around Damn. and all that yes yeah, that's cool. fucking crazy yeah it's like a jungle gym the whole tour is um what's it called uh those outdoor shits what are those it's um palladium no uh um, no, not palladium uh, what Amphitheater, yeah. yeah. That word always the escapes me. like right down the street. Play, yeah, that always escapes my mind. No, we're playing the Greek theater. Greek theater, that's yeah. right. Yeah, is that indoors? Uh, yes. Yeah. So it's like a combination of like indoor theaters that like can take that yeah. set and like they have it so they can like manipulate it in ways. Right. Um, And then like the amphitheater, which right. is where it's like the full blown. 
So is it the same style shit that you're going to be doing on this tour? Like we can yeah. expect episodes and things like that? Yep, yep. And like something that I'm really focusing on is like shooting for a documentary because I think it's really important to have and right. like a, more of like a really cinematic film piece mm. about, you know, why this is all so important. Right. Yeah. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited to see that shit. Yeah. If you need doc help, let us know. That's Dude, what we do over I here. definitely <laughs> would love that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I've never done it before. It's, yeah, but it's I, a lot. I, I know I need to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um damn what was i just gonna oh yeah so for if you're listening right now this is our plan uh we're gonna have someone come follow you okay and shoot you on wednesday because i want to make a video i'm trying to think about when the time this video this will drop versus when we could drop that on youtube but whatever yeah if you're listening to this now check our youtube it's not there wait for it's coming it'll come yeah but i want to do like a day in the life with you and experience like what it's like being on tour which is dope because i've been wanting to do this shit and i knew you were like i was like yo he's gonna be touring soon he'll for sure do this shit yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i'm down yeah i hit you i'm like yo like this is mad important i think it's really important for someone to just document the craziest and you're like what are we talking about? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I totally forgot. I was like, no, I, I get it. I get but it. But that was because Nico's living in Chicago and I was yep. like, oh, yo, where you got? And I, I forgot it was Nico because I remember I followed him and then he yeah. hit me up before he went on tour with Corday and was yeah. like, yo, like, can you give me some advice? And I was like, yeah, FaceTime me. Right. And like, we just talked for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a boy. such a cool dude. I know. He's yeah. a good kid and he's been killing that shit with Corday. Yeah, definitely. Fucking loving life. Yeah, he's definitely. Loving life. He went up quick. He did. I <laughs> yeah. know. But that was the plan was to have him capture you in Chicago and mm-hmm. like get that shit. But I think it'll be cool just to like being on tour is so interesting mm-hmm. and i think we can kind of shed light on that and also give some tips like find a way to like do something i don't know what yeah definitely about before, yeah we'll, we'll build like a little for a quick little yeah format. i think it'll yeah. be dope um shit man this is dope yeah man. the story's crazy yeah i love that underdog shit coming it's from super fucking- gorilla like that's what i realized my story is just mm. like it's an example like i said like it's an example and same with you that like you can do anything you know? right yeah before we get to the um the q a experience do you have mm-hmm like one piece of advice for the the kids that are listening right now that are trying to get into this shit that want to want to tour with artists and want to yeah, be able to definitely. direct i think just from my own experience my advice is that you might not you don't know what's going to happen right? right you don't know what one action will lead to another mm. and you don't know what's going to transpire from something so starting out like obviously using your own judgment take as many opportunities as you can because right. you don't know where they're going to lead and Oh, like if you're trying to get your foot in the door, offer people something yeah. like that's the best way to get your foot in the door. Like, right. If I meet some dudes for the first time, like when I met pro era and I saw D and them, like it wasn't just a trick because I really did want to work with them and yeah. like, create something for them. But I'm like, yo, like let me create something for you. Like offer someone to something and more times than not, like you'll be able to get your foot in the door and then Always. do a good job yeah. and they'll notice that, right? you know? And yeah clearly yeah you know what i mean exactly so and also just um my advice is to just like believe in yourself and visualize what you want in the Mm. future and like focus on that every day and don't let anyone tell you anything because like you can do anything but there's no secret formula like you know that like you just got to keep going for it and if the chips fall into place they will you know yeah and you can't measure your your amount of success with time because like I graduated high school 2013 and now it's about to be 2020 and that's like almost seven years ago, which is insane. 
and telling me, bro. Um, it takes time to get where you want to go. Like, yeah. It's not just going to happen in a year. Right. So you just got to keep grinding and building with those around you. Fucking love that. Yeah, man. I love that. Yeah. Um, all right. So we do a Patreon Q&A that Dope. I'll switch over to. They got asked you questions. Hope I think so. We, I mean, 30 minutes to prep. I'm pretty sure we got some questions. Up. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't even a plan. Like, I was like, I'll hit them up tomorrow. But then I realized, like, yo, we're mad busy. I'm like, I know. Oh, ben, I'm here. Dom, I'm so glad you did. Let's I'm go. Like, Shit, Me dude, too. So I was really, fun. really happy to come. Have you heard of Cash Bunny? Have you ever heard of her on Instagram? Um, she makes y- the craziest. Like, yes, and I wanted to bring her up earlier, but her name was like escaped from yeah. my mind. But um, my 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 roommate Danny yeah. is really good friends with her, and he actually put me onto her for real. Yeah, and then I hit her up and was like, "Yo, you're so dope." And then like two weeks later, she started making videos with Will Smith and Jada Smith. Crazy. I'm like, "Yo, yeah." You're just crushing it. She's like dope. on every level. She does things, and I'm like, I want to know how to do that. Dude, her and her her team, they got something going. Yeah, like they fucking Ari. If you follow him, Ari Faroy. I, I got yeah you. yeah send me. A I had him on here, and he introduced me to her. Okay, and then dope. she had me come with her to shoot some shit with Jada. Yeah, Smith. yeah, the um thing yeah right? yeah like her so walking wait, through i, I did yeah, like you gotta uh, tell me how it works yeah i'll tell you yeah and then uh but she'll be here tomorrow so she's gonna be on this oh but then sick. i was like all right so if i have her at five then we could do yours at like you know what i'm like right. all right mentally preparing for back-to-back interviews is a fucking heavy load i bet, <laughs> you know I bet. I mean? especially like keeping up the stamina and the it's questions like, it's and, wild yeah but anyway q a experience we're about to get to it too i want to ask you what you what you uh would suggest to people this is one of the questions i'll save so if you want to do this it's patreon dot com slash black window cream squad but i want to talk to you about like what you would suggest to a shooter that's on the road or on the go like mm-hmm. you do or whatever but we want to save your answer for that shit so it's like a perk to people who listen you okay, feel me dope. yeah yeah um but if you want to listen to that we're gonna switch over to it uh patreon.com slash black window cream but before we go i always let my guests pick mm-hmm. a hashtag mm-hmm. okay so i'm gonna tell everyone to go to your instagram okay we're well, gonna put this hashtag in whatever your most recent post is okay they're gonna tag me at ben reverse world uh-huh. whatever you say as the hashtag okay. so we both know that they listen to the podcast all the way through uh-huh so you can pick whatever you want um wow this is definitely a lot of pressure and you want to know what's funny i was thinking on my way here i'm like he's gonna ask me a question at the end and i'm trying to figure out what that question is gonna be so i don't take 10 minutes to respond yeah no everyone's always like fuck Um, you put me on the spot just do let's just do um um he's thinking everybody right i'm thinking of so many things um and i don't it could be basic but i don't want it It could be be whatever you want to be bro okay um Hashtag. <laughs> He's looking at me. Hashtag, like, <laughs> hashtag. Drink more water. Drink more water. Yes. All right. You drink a lot of water. I drink a lot of water. No joke. That's I drink key. a lot of water. I hate restaurants that give you the little cups. I know. And they don't give you the big thing of water because right. then they got to refill it all the time. But they don't refill it enough, and I'm just <laughs> waiting because I'm mad thirsty. Dave's like, agree. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> I drink a lot of water. I feel that. Yeah. So hashtag drink more water. Hashtag drink more water. All right, cool. Drop that shit on uh, films by Levi. Okay. Latest post. It's gonna be dope because in like a year you're gonna get a random ass hashtag. Amazing. I swear it keeps happening. It's, yeah, yeah. It's tight to see when people acknowledge it and go That's out of the dope. way to do that shit is dope for sure um all right Thank cool you, man i appreciate way. you coming and doing this, this yeah dope. me too man you're busy like, as hell i was so excited to come here like i i watch your stuff all the time and you create such cool content appreciate like, it dog the drone the drone thing you just introduced is fire we're coming out one. the store we're about to do one after that, this that's crazy yeah. yeah wow i'm really excited now <laughs> I, I was like this gave me just a lot of motivation and Damn. like everything i'm really appreciative i appreciate it yeah. dog. all right switching over to the q a experience yeah, heard. And that's it for Levi's episode. If you guys want to hear the Patreon 
only Q&A experience. You can get that at patreon.com slash black when I came. I sat here and chatted with Levi a bunch of bunches. Bum, 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 bum. Can't talk today. Who gives a shit? I'm going to keep going. I sat here and talked to Levi about uh, a couple things as far as creators go, how he goes about working as a, a freelance creator and, and builds revenue and all that stuff. We talked about a bunch of shit. So if you want to hear that, patreon.com slash black when cream. Um, and yeah, I don't know. This was a fire episode. I'm glad Levi came on here. Next week we have the legendary Cash Bunny. If you do not know who Cash Bunny is, please hop on Instagram and do yourself a favor because this shit will get you motivated as fuck. Um, yeah, I love doing these podcast episodes. It's it's fun getting to meet all these different people and dive deep into their life. Even these people that I've known for a long time, it's like I learn something every single time I talk to somebody uh, and get to share with all you guys. So hopefully you guys are enjoying these episodes. If you are, drop a comment on YouTube or a review on iTunes. We'd love to hear some feedback. We'd love to just you know have you tell whoever's snooping around the internet that they should listen to this because it's fire i believe it i know you do too just drop a comment go out of your way give me three seconds of your time all right cool that's it um how to charge a client guide available on bwnc shop bwnc.com sorry shop bwnc.com uh make sure to pick that up there or join us on patreon and and support support us with the homies because the homies are going ham and we really love that community so all right cool see you guys next week bye